Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Ashok Reddy in a conversation recorded at a recent Meta Strategy Digital Symposium. Ashok is the Chief Executive Officer of Digital.ai, an industry-leading technology company dedicated to helping global 5,000 enterprises achieve their digital transformation goals. Prior to his current role, he was the Senior Vice President and General Manager of the Enterprise Software Division at Broadcom. In this interview, we discuss the intersection between digital and AI and why only 8 to 10% of companies are truly transforming digitally, according to Ashok. We also cover why IT teams who are successful in truly transforming work with the broader business to define value. Further, we discuss why IT should work with the rest of the business to run agile, why value streams are, the, are best derived by collaboration across the typical silos of the enterprise, how Ashok believes innovation is done best, and a variety of other topics. If you enjoy Technovation, please consider reading my new book, Getting to Nimble, How to Transform Your Company into a Digital Leader. The book is now available on Amazon or wherever else you buy books. As a special offer to our CXO listeners, if you purchase my book for you and for your team, I'd be delighted to join your team for a discussion on it. To learn more, please write us at information at metastrategy.com or visit gettingtonimble.com. Thank you. And now for a word from our partner, Tanium, and the company's co-founder and chief executive officer, Orion Hindawi. Orion wanted to take a moment to provide some recommendations for CXOs in charge of technology and digital about how best to manage the cybersecurity landscape. Yeah, so our customers, I think, are realizing there are three things that they really need to be secure. The first is they have way too many products. And as a result of that, they're unable to operate all these products well, and there are holes in their security posture that are created as a result. Many of our customers have 20 or 30 or sometimes 50 different tools. And if they can move to a platform approach, they have a much higher chance of succeeding. The second thing that a lot of our customers are realizing is they need certain visibility on their environment. Every asset where it is, who's using it, what data's on it, what vulnerabilities it has, and to really be able to trust that they have three or four nines confidence in that data set instead of, in some cases, 85 or 90% confidence, which in reality leaves way, way too much of a surface area of vulnerability. And the third one is they need to be able to remediate problems they find instantaneously at scale, globally, even over slow links, even over devices that are not easy to reach. Because without that capability, unfortunately, even if you know that there's a problem, you're still gonna get hit by the security event that comes after it because you can't fix it in time. And so between that platform approach, being able to have really, really comprehensive visibility and having really strong control, our customers are seeing a huge upgrade in their capability. And now for a word from our partner, Aptio. Digital transformation is a journey, not a destination. Technology decisions teams make today determines the success of tomorrow. That's why Aptio is dedicated to helping companies harness the power of trusted, actionable insights. It's called technology business management, and more than 60% of the Fortune 100 are already using it to speed their innovation. Learn more about how Aptio can help you connect your technology decisions to better business outcomes. Visit aptio.com. And now on to the interview. Great to see you. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. The topic of digital, very hot uh, right now, the topic of artificial intelligence as well. So you developed a company called Digital.ai. You bring those two uh, uh, topics together. Um, and D- Digital.ai is, is a leader in value stream management, uh, providing end-to-end visibility to deliver business value from digital transformation. 
Um, you are a, a former executive at a number of, of uh, technology organizations from IBM to CA Technologies to Broadcom before founding Digital AI. Um, I wonder if you could take a moment and talk about the, the genesis story uh, of this business. What, what, what uh, about the experiences you had prior to this one offered the insight that this was an opportunity you wished to pursue? Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, you know, when I look at uh, software and digital, I mean, for many years, people have been investing in software, trying to become digital in the sense leveraging software. But I think if you think about the genesis, it started off, I started off with rational software, which kind of focused on software engineering. The idea there was, how do you actually help customers to iterate on the plans and, you know, better manage them? So the progress was measured based on the plans. And then, of course, you know, we introduced uh, Agile came along and said, okay, now it's really, it's not the plan. You don't want to follow the plan, but you really want to measure the progress based on working software, right? That's where Agile came along. And the issue with that was, again, you are still taking input from stakeholders and it's almost like you're taking an order and delivering it, right? It wasn't, so then the DevOps came along and said, okay, you need to really deliver it. There is an experience you need to create, but it, all the while the focus has been on making things and building things. What's really missing at this point was really, what do we hold everybody accountable? All the CIOs who are talking about working with businesses, they're really accountable for the outcomes at the end of the day. What are the meaningful outcomes in terms of what digital transformation does? So how do you actually measure progress of value and really make decisions on it and both business and technology teams work together? It's not even getting IT to be aligning it, running, the business like you run your IT or software, right? To me, that's one aspect. The second is the value itself is not very clearly defined. So that's really where the value stream management comes. Young Gartner is now saying that it's come up with a new market guide. It's really value stream management helps companies to define what value is and how to actually measure value. So I felt like the things what we've done in the past, it doesn't go away, but it's all about not just making things, but how do you actually help people achieve their outcomes and hold people accountable and learn from it? So that to me is really the transition and where digital and AI came together because you can now use AI and machine learning to use evidence-based management to make decisions and also know that what you're delivering is delivering the outcomes uh, co companies are expecting. You, you talked about, Ashok, um, that, and I mentioned this in the in the introduction of you, that uh, in our past conversations, you've noted that uh, between only five and 10% of CIOs are truly leading digital transformations. Um, that, that's a really interesting and provocative statement. T talk a bit about uh, the rationale behind that. Yeah, no, I think, you know, there is uh, lots of surveys recently on Gartner, McKinsey have done. What, what has happened in the last few years when people talk about digital transformation, most people actually have done things like moving to the cloud and adopting AI first and building mobile apps and other things. But most of it, what it, what it is, is how do I optimize my current business models and get some more ex better experience within that context, but that's not really changing the value and the business model of the company. So there's about five or 10%, they're changing the business model in order to, how do you actually innovate differently? How do you create new uh, business models, which is different than just optimizing? So I, I would say, um, and I call it for eight to 10% of the companies are truly changing the business model where it's not just about going faster, but are you actually delivering new value, which at the edge in the, in, the, in the customer experience perspective? Are you engaging your customers in a different way? Are you lowering the cost of acquiring a customer and being able to lower and increase the lifetime value of a customer? How do you drive that differently 
because the digital is opening it up, right? It's really coming up with the infinite mindset versus a fixed mindset. So I think that's really what it's uh, very clear that many companies are going that way. And that's the change what we are seeing is optimization is just getting a, one of the MIT professors said that it's a caterpillar or a butterfly. And most companies he says is, is like a caterpillar. You're trying to get the caterpillar go faster, but you really want to be a butterfly and change the business model. Very interesting. And you mentioned it the in uh, your earlier response as to the Genesis uh, story and the opportunity that you defined in founding the company, uh, this difficulty in measuring value. And you you began to allude to part of that as the value proposition that you that you've been building. I want to go into a little bit more detail behind that in terms of how best um, you know CIOs, CDOs, CTOs who've joined us today uh, can go about doing just that. Uh, th- those who um, for whom your description resonates and who have had challenges in in defining the value. Talk a bit further about the methods to do so. Yeah, no, I think it, and a part of the thing what I find is with value is in the eye of the beholder. So what happens is today the value is defined as a product owner or somebody decides what the value is and then the technology teams, the IT teams deliver that. But I think what we find is where customers are successful in truly transforming is you are actually jointly working with the business to define what the value is. And typically that tends to be a hypothesis or a decision you're going to verify by trying it out. And it's almost like instead of a minimally viable product, it's almost like a minimally viable value. And it could be different for different customers, right? I mean, I think uh, it's kind of the experience. What's the experience of the engagement? We just talked about everybody is focused on digital experience. Each company has to decide what's that experience for that company or the business model, and how do I measure the change in behavior of a customer and use that as a feedback and the value delivered is that versus I just delivered so many apps every day or I improved my experience, but these tend to be more of a making the product versus did did it really lower the cost of acquiring a customer? Are they engaged now? Are they willing to do more business with us? I was talking to somebody like McDonald's where they have changed the model of you know, delivery where everybody goes through the pickup and they look at the one of the value is how long does it take for somebody to enter and leave the McDonald's drive through? The way they do that is they're using GPS and others to kind of figure out even before you get there, they know where you are and they take your app and they're able to order everything. And by the time you get there, it's already ready. You don't have to wait and order. So it's kind of a looking at the experience end to end. If I'm buying a mortgage, how do I get mortgage in a remote from a 30 days to one day? So that value for each company is different. And it's not just about I'm delivering my app faster, or it could be a velocity and things like that, what people measure. It's not the number of features you deliver, what outcomes are they delivering? And how do I actually hold people accountable? Is the business holding accountable for the technology team IT? Many cases that you know doesn't happen and we end up delivering something and people say, I did what my business wanted, but they're still not happy because they're looking at revenue, the profitability, are we getting more customers? So to me, that's really where I feel it should be a joint collaboration and the IT team should be actually helping the business run the business agile way, not the other way around because you all think, IT should be, IT is already running agile. How do you get the business to run like IT does, right? That's the way I think about it. Well, part of the, for especially for large enterprises, part of the issue is that these silos uh, that, that naturally pop up, crop up, whether it's the operating companies within the organization, the different business units, divisions, functional areas, um, have, have these, you know, work done within those silos, which can 
kind of uh, work against a, it can prevent a, a constancy of purpose, can, can work against the collaboration that you've described. Talk, talk a bit about your thoughts about overcoming those. I like your idea of IT setting an example that, the, that others can follow. How do they actually drive that forward in your mind? Yeah, no, I mean, I think the, the, it's a very good point. I think what we find is in companies, most of the companies are complex environments. Now people not only work in home, it's team of teams. The innovations come from not a small one or two teams. So when you're working in a team of teams, the type of decisions you make and how people collaborate is more like a network effect of effects. So what we'll have to do is to first of all, allow people to make, provide data and transparency, whether you're getting data in from the development teams, they get the business data, the operations data, the customer data, being able to make evidence-based, there's a trust across the different teams and being able to use that as one thing, but organize around what we, the value stream is about organizing everything around a value you want to deliver around a customer experience. It's your organizing around what you want to deliver for customer and then use that as a way to unify the teams because everybody knows what they're doing for the customer. So value stream is not about development teams, or IT teams and business teams. It's really about all the things from finance, marketing, everybody gets together in the context of the value of delivering customers. So that to me is the first is organization. How do you work together? And then make sure that you use data and analytics and others to provide visibility and transparency and trust, and then hold people accountable for the outcomes, what people are trying to do, whether it's a Levi's where they went from 2 million apps to millions of 100 million apps in three months because they put together value streams to learn from it, the business team and the technology teams all working together to do that. And to me, that's where it uh, comes together, where forget about the silos in the company, but focus everywhere on the customer, organize around the customer experience and the, what you measure should be what everybody is driving towards. Uh, very interesting, Ashok. I appreciate that overview. I love that analogy from the MIT professor of people trying to change the caterpillar when in fact what you need to be thinking about is that metamorphosis into the butterfly. How does that apply then back to your business? As you think about innovating at scale, that really also uh, necessitates a, a new approach. I'd love to hear your thoughts about that uh, in terms of what executives can do in order to foster that, please. Yeah, no, I think it's the biggest thing is, you know, people look at uh, outcomes and how do they drive that. P typically, people end up focusing on activities because that's what you can easy to measure. But when we talk about OKRs or whatever, so what people need to do is to look at how do we actually define objectives, which is effectively the change you expect what you want to do and measure things which are numbers. Qualitatively is one thing, but quantitatively so activities is like what you do or what you make versus key results is about the outcomes you're trying to achieve. And to me, it's not just velocity, velocity in the wrong direction, getting it to the wrong place. So how do you, it's not about effectiveness and just in you know, focusing on efficiency is what most people end up doing, but how do I make sure what I'm building and doing things activities, are they effective? Am I in the right? So being able to innovate means that you have to take risk and it's, innovation in the software and digital world is not known and you are basically making a decision and you need to hold yourself accountable for the decisions and learn from it and see if you have a right decision-making process in the company. So that's really how I think the innovation happens because it's team of teams, enabling collaboration and visibility and transparency, and then being able to provide the feedback loops and business and technology teams working together or not aligning them, but really working together. And I think business should run like the technology teams run.
Well, Ashok Reddy, thank you so much for a great conversation. You are defining a category in value stream management and digital.ai is certainly a company that I, a technology executives should get to know. Thank you so much for introducing us to some of the ideas behind your company, as well as your recommendations more generally speaking, but it's been a great conversation. Excellent. Thanks for having me again.